0: This is WLRN News. I'm Christine DiMatte, and this is the Latin America Report. Florida and other states are seeing growing efforts by governors and lawmakers to block or usurp local government authority. For people who watch governments in other countries, the trend feels uncomfortably familiar. WLRN's Tim Paget explains. A crime bill moving through a Republican controlled legislature wouldn't usually bring to mind images of a socialist controlled country. But right now, there are some unexpected ways that policies coming from Florida's state lawmakers are reminiscent of Venezuela, as stories like David Smolansky's would suggest. (laughs) In 2013, Smolansky was elected mayor of the Caracas borough of El Atillo. He was a vocal opponent of Chavismo, the authoritarian socialist regime founded by the late Venezuelan strongman Hugo Chavez. Chavez died that year, but his regime remained in power. That meant the local government Smolansky had just been elected to head was a big target. From those years of Chavismo, the main leaders against the regime came from local governments. So that is why I was persecuted. Smolansky was only 27 and good at the job, especially crime reduction, which was no small matter since Caracas as a whole has one of the world's highest violent crime rates. From the start, the Chavista regime blocked Mayor Smolansky's access to most of El Atillo's law enforcement budget. Even without that money, he created innovations like connecting residents and local police on social media. The borough saw significant drops in murder and kidnapping. So we were able to have a municipality of zero homicides for 100 days. That accomplishment annoyed Chavez's protege and successor, President Nicolás Maduro. The regime went completely nuts because people will see the difference between good governance and bad governance. This was at a time when protests against Maduro's regime were erupting. So Maduro started ordering the arrests of opposition mayors like Smolensky, who refused to stop those demonstrations. Smolensky escaped across the border into Brazil. I had to pass through 35 military checkpoints. I shaved my beard. I used glasses. And he wore a Catholic seminarian's disguise he had ready in advance. I was prepared for that moment because I knew that my number was up. Today, Smolansky lives in Washington, D.C. He's the Organization of American States' envoy for the Venezuelan refugee crisis. Political experts who know Venezuela and U.S. state governments say something about that moment echoes at this moment in places like Florida. It's not that these experts are suggesting Republican Governor Ron DeSantis and the legislature are a Venezuela-style dictatorship. But they find parallels in the increasing ways Florida is trying to usurp the authority of local governments. Jennifer McCoy is a political scientist at Georgia State University and a Venezuela expert. I think Venezuela absolutely should be a warning of this erosion of democratic rights. In that regard, McCoy points to legislation like HB1 that just passed the Florida House. The bill lets the state override local law enforcement and prosecute anyone at a protest where someone else might damage property or commit violence. If it becomes law, even peaceful protesters in Florida could be charged with a felony. It would also give Florida veto power over any city or town's budget that the state decides is taking money away from police. Both those issues, criminalizing public protest and controlling local police spending, those things often show up in Venezuela, too. And McCoy sees partisan politics at play there and in states across the U.S., not just Florida. These are examples that are looking similar. A party in power trying to beat back opposing parties by intervening in the administration in the legal authorities of local-level offices. McCoy feels that's also reflected in the new election law in her state of Georgia. There, the Republican-controlled state government may now intervene in how local elections are managed. That's unprecedented. When Governor DeSantis introduced Florida's crime bill last fall, he said it would prevent municipalities from making communities less safe. Everything flows from public safety and you are seeing crime increase in some of these, what I would determine, more lawless jurisdictions. But DeSantis made a point of equating lawless jurisdictions with Democrat run cities and causes like Black Lives Matter racial justice protests. He remarked the bill was aimed at busting scraggly looking Antifa types, no mention of menacing Proud Boy types. Jennifer McCoy at Georgia State saw similar tactics in Venezuela. She was America's director at the nonprofit Carter Center when Hugo Chavez was in power. She sometimes helped mediate political conflicts there, and she observed how Chavez set up federal laws and other ways to thwart opposition mayors and governors. Chavez was masterful at creating parallel regional and municipal structures so that funding will be controlled for the most part from the central government. That was most glaring in the case of opposition leader Antonio Ledesma. In 2008, Ledesma was elected mayor of Caracas. In a speech a few days later, President Chavez called him a plaga or plague. <laughs> Chavez was furious. An opposition leader was now the mayor of Venezuela's capital city. So Chavez got his loyal National Assembly to pass a law nullifying Ledesma's powers. Ledesma was evicted from the neoclassical city hall building and had to find offices wherever he could. They stripped me of 90% of my budget and installed a Chavez appointee as a parallel mayor, Ledesma recalls. Still, voters defiantly re-elected Ledesma mayor of Caracas in 2013. Two years later, on a late February afternoon, Ledesma's supporters saw an alarming message from his Twitter account. Venezuelan intelligence police, he told them, were storming his office in East Caracas to arrest him on treason charges, with no proof. It was barbaric, Ledesma told me, from Madrid, Spain. That's where he lives, in exile. As the agents hauled me away, he said, I kept thinking, I never imagined the regime would go to this extreme to regain absolute control of the country. I don't think anybody has gone as far as Chavez did, but he's not the only one. Amherst College political scientist Javier Corrales is the author of Fixing Democracy and a critic of Venezuela's regime. Corrales, too, fears Chavez's anti-democratic playbook for preempting local authority is being adopted around the world and now by U.S. states because, he says, it's easy. It's not surprising to see governors become agents in this process of democratic backsliding. It is always easier to undermine the institutions that safeguard democracy at the local level. Which brings us back to the bill that passed the Florida House, the one that lets the state preempt local authority over public protests and police budgets. It now looks set to pass the Florida Senate this month. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. This story is part of our Tallahassee Takeover series, looking at how state government overrules local decisions in Florida and who benefits. This is WLRN News. I'm Christine DiMatte.